We're back. <laughs> I feel like every time we do a full core, full core press, we're like, wow, another hiatus. We took a long break. Full on break every time. That's kind of our thing, though, right? Well, our last show was the preseason show? Nah, we definitely did one after the season started. Nah, we, I don't think we did. Really? I think our last show was was our last show when we uh, went through the top 25 players. Oh, yeah. we should definitely get to that, revisiting that. We've been busy. Honestly, Curry's not playing well right now. He's not. He really isn't. He's not, but I don't know if you could name five guys better than him right now. <laughs> yeah. Fair, That's fair. Facts, facts. Uh, I can already think of a bunch of guys off the top of my head that would probably be lower than him now. Although, you know what? We can discuss. We can discuss. Pulling it up. Anyway, full court press. For Gabe Goldstein, no Hester. Producer Matt in the studio. And friend Brett here as well. Friend Brett. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump ahead. I just wanted to make sure he got his due. Twin brother Brett. Uh, that's pretty good. We're, we're um, coming at you Super Bowl Sunday. Big sports day, so um, why wouldn't we talk about basketball today? That makes a lot of sense. That's kind of how it works. I'm here for it. A lot of exciting things happening. Yeah. One trade that I was always an advocate for, but I won't spoil it. I'll let you get there. Wow, so there's a lot to cover, Gabe. I'm not even sure where to start. We got the trade deadline. I think we made a little rough outline. We'll go into some of the surprises of the season, because yes, we haven't really covered the season at all. There's both, honestly, our two teams are probably maybe the two most interesting um, stuff to talk about from, I don't know, definitely the top five teams, conversation-wise, NBA buzz of our two hometown teams. So, I would say roughly. Yeah. So, um, that's pretty exciting. I think pretty we'll spend... quiet in Memphis, though. I think interesting for a different reason. Totally, totally. Not gossipy. Just yeah. like... No hawk. No, no. Definitely not. But, um, yeah. I think we should start with the trade deadline. Um, big moves happening all around. The biggest, of course, was my Brooklyn Nets trading away... James Harden was here for about 13 months, quite a stint, forced his way out of two teams with le- little uh, little more over a year, a little more over a year, that's not English, got back a little package, mostly and most importantly, Ben Simmons. I know you're high on it. On it. Um, I saw a tweet that was like, when James Harden is inducted in the Hall of Fame, he's yeah. going to have a lot of trouble finding a teammate. To, to speak for him? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually really funny. What an yeah. asshole. Yeah. Has has there actually been a – just think about it this way. Like, in all of NBA history, I mean, he's got to be a top three guy who's played with as many superstars as he had, yeah. right, for for one finals appearance well, to funny, his like, name? Well, people have qualms about Kyrie. Obviously, he's a controversial guy. Yeah. But his teammates all like him. Oh, yeah. I mean, except for the teammates who leave because he's not playing in any games, which I understand. But for the most part, when he is present, his teammates love him. And there's, like, such a massive disconnect between media perception or portrayal yeah. Yeah. and who he actually is as a teammate. But this whole Harden thing, there's no way to spin it. This is, if he fucks this up in some way, it's over. I totally agree. I mean, think about Harden, right? Westbrook Durant we start with, right? Gets out, plays by himself for a little bit. Right. Dwight Howard, not really a superstar, but that's the star, right? Then we have a variety of Chris Paul, Westbrook. Then we're going back to Durant, Kyrie, and now he's got Embiid. Yep. I mean, just the amount of talent that he's played with. Embiid right now... You can make the argument best player in the league seem like oh, leading yeah. MVP candidate. Yeah. Top three player at minimum. Yep. He's had every chance Harden. This is it, just like you're saying. Um, but I'll just say it. Fuck him. He forced his way out. Yeah. I don't have any empathy for him. No. Um, I know a lot of people were saying, you even alluded to it, okay, like, you know, it's, it's you know he was dealt a hard hand with Kyrie not playing, blah, 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 blah. Kevin Durant's still the best player in the world. He's still on your team. Right. Yeah, he they're going hurt. through a... He got hurt. They're going through a losing streak. He's not out for the year. No. He's coming back. And you know what? It's not like it's not like we're talking about like James Harden on the Rockets or Anthony Davis where they were on the Pelicans where they were 
looking at being on the team for a long time, maybe the market they weren't happy with, he's a free agent after this year. Right. So if he really doesn't like Brooklyn or whatever bullshit they're saying, I don't know why they think Philly is going to be tremendously different. It's not like they have no state income tax or like nice weather or anything like that in so. Philly. Good strip clubs. Yeah, better strip clubs in Philly. You, you know, know that on the record? Maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> so, I've seen some very funny Instagram posts, though. Comparing strip clubs? There was one strip club that was like, we, we welcome you with open arms and open legs. <laughs> and it's a strip club. Oh, in Philly? Yeah. That's like, funny. V-shaped. That's funny. But like, if, if that's what he was thinking, then leave after the season. I mean, you're going to have a chance to win a championship. First of all, I don't think anyone really thinks Kyrie's not playing home games by the time the playoffs come. The Nets could be allowing him to play. He could be playing home games. And they could be paying a fine right now. I think in all this, though, we forget the human element, right? Like, if he's so unhappy and he feels like he's carrying a bigger load than he was supposed to. Yeah. Like, if you were at a job and you were miserable, right, would you just say, let me wait it out for six more months? you probably start looking. I'm not defending him by any means. The way that he does this, he has no tact at all. Yeah. And that's not how you should behave as a professional when you're being paid $40 million a year. But there I, there definitely is a human element. Listen, I, I, I think you're right, but... To me, the nail in the coffin is that he didn't want to publicly do it because he didn't want to hurt his brand. Meaning right. that he Even knows he it's... publicly did it by saying, I don't want to publicly do it. Right, right exactly. But that means that he knows that it's wrong, right? right. And that he knows it's shitty. Yeah. And that he's forcing his way well, out. He's a loser. Way. He's a losing player. He's a loser. I really I really think that. I mean, all like, empirical evidence indicates that. I don't know if I've ever gone one way with a player than all the way back than I have over the last year with him, right? Just think about it. We, we had a podcast... Like, basically exactly a year ago, a little more than a year ago, talking about this trade, me right. shitting on it, right? Then we had pods, like, only a couple months later where we, we, we went 180, both of us, right? All the yeah. way back, and now we're here full, full circle again. Yeah. Yeah. He's a loser. I mean, that's, like, really the only takeaway that I have from this. Yeah. I'm curious to see how it works out with Embiid. Honestly, Philly, good for them for not giving up Tybalt, too. I know that was, uh, yeah. was part of the original mm-hmm. request. But shipping off Curry, that's damaging. So who do you think won the trade, if you had to pick one? I think you both win, but who won it more? I, I do think both won. Yeah. Um, the bias me wants to say the Nets, but I kind of feel like you have to say Philly. And I, know, and I feel like there's a lot of attention. Let, let, me, let me explain why. Yeah. Six months ago, we were sitting here. We had a podcast. I think Matt was reading us some questions, you know, whatever. And we're talking about Ben Simmons after the Game 7 against Atlanta as if, like, he's not worth anything, right? We, me, we were talking on the podcast, like, what can you trade for him? I was making the argument, well, maybe wait a few months, right? Maybe, maybe things went on in Portland. Like, maybe you can get Dame Lillard, right? And you were making the argument, and I'm not putting this on you. Like, a lot of people were. Like, Ben Simmons is worth is, – is, we don't even know what his value is right now. We don't even know if he can play basketball, right? Maury waited. He went against everything everyone was telling him, especially in, like, an all-time great Embiid season where, like, you think give him help, get him help, get him help, just get him guys, right? They could have got Buddy Heald and Halliburton or, you know, something like that. It's a bonus, whatever. And he waited, and he got, like, a top-10 player in the league. He got a guy that you can say is a bona fide superstar to give Embiid what he doesn't have. So, so to me, he he waited. He got the value. No one thought. Really, I don't think anyone expected that it was going to happen this way. And maybe this was the only. And maybe it was a huge gamble because this was the only way it was going to happen. And like he had a bet on the Kyrie and Durant and everything. So everything just fell fell in his lap. So maybe he's still a little evil genius that messed up. But I don't know. I, th- I think they kind of won out in that matter. I think from a strategic perspective or a management or logistical perspective, yes, Philadelphia won. Obviously, they, they waited this out. But there's no winning. If you only consider from a strategic lens, there's no winner or loser here in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a basketball perspective, I think the Nets win for sure. Uh, KD is the best scorer of all time. Yeah. If not the best, one of the top three best probably. Kyrie is a magician with the basketball. And there would have been, I don't know, any other situation where Ben Simmons would be asked or expected to do less, 
right? Totally. So if, if he can, and it's like the sexy narrative, be a Draymond Green type, which by the way, I don't think it's perfectly accurate because Ben Simmons is like a one of one when it comes to pushing pace, basketball yeah. vision, can guard one through five. From a basketball perspective, the Nets, I think, are better positioned to win a championship this year and potentially another one in the next five years than they were before, right? So basketball-wise, I think it's un- like you can't even doubt that the Nets won this trade. And it's funny looking at like um, uh, pundits try to engage in these mental gymnastics to make it work for them, but we were texting out the <laughs> other day, right? It- it's always been obvious it's a better basketball fit to have Ben Simmons there yeah. than James Harden, another ball-dominant wing player. Yeah. You don't just, think so? I, I'm just saying. Played, I, I'm excited about it, too. I think Ben Simmons. I hadn't, like, I didn't give up Ben Simmons anyway. He's not going to be asked to do much. On the other hand, like, we're all forgetting, like, I was at that game, right, six months ago? Six months ago, the Nets would have won the championship if they stayed healthy. And, like, no one would be arguing about them being an all-time great team. Definitely all-time great offensive team. So that's, that's could, just the hard I, part, right? But I right? couldn't negate that. They could have won that championship. I know. Sure. I'm just saying it's a better fit, maybe. But, like, they were they would have been historically great if they stayed healthy. Yeah. So that's all. This team is a little different. Like this team, top to bottom, has a lot, lot less defense than they had last year. Like Blake Griffin can't do anything. I guess I'm, I'm comparing reality to reality, not reality to what if, right? And the reality after the trade is, yeah. first of all, they're they're both better, right? Both teams are better. Right. I don't think anybody can question that. The Sixers went from having no superstar playing to now having a superstar playing. But I would much rather have 26 year old Ben Simmons. With his skill set, being asked to do nothing offensively, I, I I think this year the Nets are a bigger finals threat. Mm, okay, threat I don't Philadelphia is. I don't know if I agree with that, but I think obviously locking up Simmons for more years, Harden could have walked all of that. Yeah. I mean that's case closed. There's no doubt well, about it. People keep saying that it's it's a long term play and this season's kind of a wash. I don't understand. Nah, no one. Katie will come back. No, people, people, are, people are. I know people are people are dumb. I mean you have like Stephen A. You have people saying stupid shit like, oh, Philly shouldn't trade him to Brooklyn because it's like, divi- like I mean, they're we, dumb things all the time. If we consider matchups, though, in the playoffs, yeah. if Philly and Brooklyn play, then I would take Brooklyn for sure. Yeah. It depends, right? Is Harden engaged? Is he like going to bring his personality to the table? Is he going to be a diva? Nobody knows. I know Embiid's having a historically great season, but yeah. every season KD has is historically great. 100%. Always. And I think, again, playoffs are about matchups. They're about defense. Ben Simmons is the most versatile defender in the NBA, and people forget that because we're focused on uh, like a, a missed layup or a passed-up layup. Right? I totally agree. But literally, you can do way more with Ben Simmons than you could with James Harden. I mean, listen, right? Offensively, I mean, it won't be the same juggernaut, but you have right. two of the most skilled right. scorers in the last 50 years. Yeah. I, I love the idea of the Nets, and, and we can move on after this. I'm all in on the Nets. I love it. I love the idea of KD Kyrie, probably best offensive duo in the league, maybe after Embiid and Harden, right? Whatever, top two. And then if we can roll out a line, if we can get Claxton going, as my dad calls me. My dad likes the trade, by the way, in case, in yeah, case you're wondering, good. which doesn't really bode well. Smart. Um, <laughs> if we can roll out, if we can get Claxton back and healthy, we're rolling out a lineup of seven-footers of Claxton, KD, and Simmons that can switch on everything. Big deal. Fucking throw out, throw Kyrie, Kyrie out there, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, whatever defensive liabilities you're worried about. We got three great defenders. All yeah. you... The, just the size we're going to have out there is just going to be unbelievable. I think the Joe Harris thing is why people are saying next season. Because nobody knows if he's coming back or <laughs> how severe put, the Okay, but, is. but put Seth Curry in instead of Joe Harris. I right? agree with you. We'll they put, don't have enough minutes for all these guys anyway. Put, put both of them in. I agree, but we still have enough minutes for Patty Mills, who is actually having a great year also. Yeah. Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Joe Harris. So, whatever. Also, I kind of, like, Drummond's not a bad move. We have no big men. We really just need size. I'm all in on the Nets now. Yeah. 100% okay. all in. We can Sixers move on. too, going to be yeah. a formidable opponent, hopefully in the Eastern Conference Finals. Can you imagine what like popcorn series that is? Maybe maybe we start. Maybe we just keep going from here. Stay in the Eastern Conference. Maybe that's a good way yeah. to do it. Um, 
this is one of like the first years in a long time, especially to this degree, which the Eastern Conference far surpasses the Western Conference, right? Basically, our whole lifetime, the Western Conference has been the juggernaut. The top teams are all out of the West, and then whatever LeBron team is in the East, and maybe another team depending on the year, like Nets, Bucks, old Indiana teams, etc. The Eastern Conference is a gauntlet right now. Yep. All the top teams are brutal. Real, all besides for the two top teams out in West, I don't think any. I don't think there's a contender out in the West besides the top two teams. Nope. Um, you know, if you want to be some foolhardy person and believe in the Lakers, you know, good luck with that. Nope. I won't even. The East my, is a my, battle. My homerism won't right. play a role in this. Right. The East has six teams though. That you could believe would make... I'm not saying win a championship necessarily, but that are going to be competing for the conference. At, honestly, at, at a minimum. And maybe we just now... I know like you like some of these teams. Maybe we just give them their due right now. Like what we're seeing from Miami. What we're seeing from Chicago. What Milwaukee has done again very quietly. What Embiid we already what you mentioned take seriously, though? I only take three of them seriously. Miami, I don't even take that seriously. Maybe I'm being naive because they're first in the conference and they've been without Jimmy Butler for most of the year. And they've done it. And, they, legit, and they've been quiet. to the finals. They, they've shown they yeah. can do it. Yeah, I think the, you got to take Bucks, them seriously. The Bucks, Sixers, and Nets are the three that I take most seriously. 100%. But definitely we're not giving the heat their due. Yep. Do you take Chicago seriously as a contender in the Eastern Conference? Uh, they're still doing it, you know? I didn't like two months ago, but I, I've watched their games. I've watched them play against the Nets. They can play with anyone. And, like, they they got injuries now, too. And they're still doing okay. Levine, Levine has, like, a knee thing now, so yeah. maybe this is all TB, TBD because who knows. But, like... Throwing out five guys, I, I mean, you could say Chicago has the best five-man lineup in the league, right? Not star power-wise, but one through five. I mean, they got they got depth, they got athleticism, they got defense, they got everything. I think they're pretty legit. Yeah, I wouldn't put them in that top tier for putting, like, the tier of Milwaukee, Philly, the Nets, if they can write themselves, you know, Miami. But, I mean, they're legitimate, right? If they're, if they're in the Western Conference, they're the third-best team in the West, right? Just imagine whoever makes it to the, the finals from the West. They're going to be so fresh compared to these three Well, that's friends. the problem. Because yeah. you look at Miami, what if Miami plays, I'm just saying, a hypothetical, I don't know. Like, they can play Brooklyn in the first be, round. Yeah, play Brooklyn <laughs> in the first round, and then you play who? Milwaukee in the second round, then Philadelphia in the third round. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know if the bracket's going to shake out that way, but. I mean, there's there's going to be tough. at least one first round matchup that's, like, awesome. Like, that 3-6 to six matchup is probably guaranteed to be Meanwhile, awesome. Meanwhile, it's Golden State and Phoenix. That's it, in the West. And your boys. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> Hopefully, they get to like late second round, and we'd all be yeah. happy. They're way yeah. ahead of schedule. Sure, not worried about that. But Utah looks like a dumpster fire. Luca's Luca, but he doesn't really have much else. I know they traded KP, and I actually like the trade, like off of the salary. But from a basketball perspective, again, strategically, I like it. From a basketball perspective, not really. They're not going to do anything this year. They're freeing up cap space for the summer. The Nuggets, though, apparently there are rumblings that Jamal Murray and Michael Porter are coming back. And they're 100%, I would put them in, in contention yeah. status. We just haven't, I mean, they had that one run that year where they overachieved. But we just, you know. I mean, last year they looked like they were about to run through the Western Conference. Until they lost in the first round, didn't they? Yeah, but they, they lost Murray. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. But right. before that, like, after they got Aaron Gordon, it looked like all the pieces were clicking. Yeah. And it would have been a crazy Western Conference finals with them and, and Phoenix if the bracket shook out that way. Yeah. So them I would take seriously. But yeah, it's, it's wild because we were talking for years, right, how there was no parity in the league, the West was elite, the East had garbage teams below 500 in the 6, 7, 8 seeds, and all of a sudden, like, all the elite contenders are in the East. Even, I maybe we're going crazy now, but, like, Boston's won, like, 12 of 14 or something. Eight straight, to- as of today. Toronto has been looking real nice lately. Got yep. a little all-star now with Van Vliet. Yep. I mean, it's fucking crazy. The play in the Eastern Conference is going to be, like... Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's seven is Toronto. Right now it would be Toronto, Atlanta, and Brooklyn, Charlotte. 
that middle one. Right. Talk about Charlotte, one. which is like one of the most fun teams in the league. Yeah, right? they just got rocked by Memphis, by the way. Nice. Probably also a little bit ahead of schedule, not to the same degree, obviously, sure. as Memphis, but no, ahead of schedule. Sure. And then, like, not to over exaggerate, but like you still have Atlanta, who like we see what we saw what they could do last year. Yeah, we didn't know. We don't think that was a fluke, you know. So uh, kind of. I mean, rel- I mean, maybe not conference finals, yeah. but like you know. So, whew, East is crazy. Maybe you should take your time, go off on the Grizz. You you deserve it. Yeah, I mean, there's you nothing do. to really go off on. It's just I, oh, there's a lot to go off. On. It's the most exciting time <laughs> to be a, a Memphis Grizzlies fan in my life. This is the most exciting time to be a sports fan in general. You know, the Braves won the World Series since sure. our last recording. Sure, that's true. Um, and Memphis, like every time they play, I assume we're gonna win, which I've never felt before. And anytime they're up by like 25, I don't assume they'll blow it. Like last night, they had a 30 point lead. They um, the Hornets got within four with like two minutes left. And when you have John Morant, you know that he's going to close out the game. Like you never doubt that. So he's clutch. He's tenacious. He's the fucking man. Desmond Bain also is, I think, like a budding all star. If this is what he can do in his first year with some like offensive autonomy, then I, I can't wait to see what he'll grow into. He's been great. And Jaron Jackson put on like 20 pounds in the off season, and he's finally not playing like a little girl. Not to like bring gender into this, but he wouldn't put his hands <laughs> up. Matt's, for producer Matt shaking his head. Though, he blocks. He, are going down. he blocks anything that comes into his general vicinity, and he can stretch the floor. Even though he's really not that great of a three point shooter this year, and offensively, like he's finally playing like a Giannis type, like a unicorn type, where he's stepping around people. So, I mean, everybody in Memphis is freaking the fuck out right now. They should, yeah. Yeah, our group chat is blowing up every game. There's always a must-see highlight every game. And it was so funny, the game that they took Ja off ESPN. He went off for, like, 45 or something, like, hit the game-winning buckets, had a couple of crazy highlights. Like, Memphis has never had must-see TV like this, and people are projecting that Ja Morant will have an impact in the city the same way that LeBron had an impact on Cleveland. Giannis had an impact on Milwaukee, which for Memphis wow. would be, yeah. There's only one way to do that, though. Win a championship. Yeah, yeah, win a championship. Yeah, yeah. but it'd be, it'd be a tremendous like yeah. financial, real estate impact, cultural impact. Hopefully that would lead to like cleaning up some of the crime. Like Not to get like, too <laughs> too far ahead of myself and <laughs> stuff. No, of course. Jaws a fucking man. Jaws a man. I, I've never felt more confident that we will win a championship than right now. We're 40 and 18 when Jaws 21, Jaren's 21. We're not supposed to be here. Like people project that we, we would be around like five hundred, but we're fucking running through people. It's a joke. Yep. Eleven straight, and then a little bit of five hundred, and then now we're back to five straight. Like, when does it end? And we're beating good teams. We're not just beating garbage every night. Even Charlotte's a good team. We yep. blew them the fuck out. Ended up being close to the end, but seventy three points in the first half. Like, it's unbelievable. They're they're so deep. And at the trade deadline, when you can sit back and do nothing unless like a Jalen Brown comes available, which he didn't pretty good position to be in like we're not swinging and missing for the next big wing like we're fine right now and with this team we could contend not to win a championship obviously like somebody has to make a leap or we need another piece or is that year needs to pan out but well right that, now we're that's the guy you finally got the wing you've been, the he wing was, you've been missing is that year yeah, he, he does look good, good yeah he, he was horrible like porous defensively before he got hurt and he was yeah. out for a couple of weeks and now like he's just a great running mate with ja ja's taking him under his wing like calls him little brother and, I mean, he's a knockdown three-point shooter, a lob threat all the time. He's actually a really good defender, and he, he tries very hard, so... They're never, a weird... Com- a they're a crazy combination of, like, what? they got to be, like, top five youngest team in the league. Second, Second youngest, Second youngest yeah. team in the league. And depth, right? Yep. Like, you normally don't have... Those two things do One not go One through, like, 11 are, are very formidable deep. basketball yeah. players. 
And dude, you finally you've been waiting years, right, for the hometown favorite point guard to get the all star the all star bid he yep. so deserved. Mike Conley, I mean, John Morant. Yeah. Did, you know, it didn't happen with Conley, but you finally got there, right? Yeah, got to be an extension started. to it. And you see the banner in Cleveland has John Morant on it. Oh yeah. And for Memphis, I know it's like it's funny, it's cute, it's pathetic, but like that means a lot. I, I'm sure it does. To me too. I retweeted that. So follow me. He for is me. not jokingly realistic chance to be the face of the league. Dude, he's gonna be an MVP. I have no doubt in my mind. I hope yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I remember doing podcasts to you a couple of years or just talking or maybe it was back in the college radio days, right, and saying, like, I just want to be good. We know that, like, probably the Grizzlies are never going to be good enough to win a championship. Like, we don't rock be able to sign any guys. you got to luck into that one in a million superstar. We did. You kind of did. We and then not only do it through and through. And not only did you get the talent, you, like, got a guy who, who has indicated on every level, like, he He'll wants stay. to be the honest type guy you've just talked he about. to stay. All that shit. From like, South Carolina, like from the blacktop, like right. he's not glitzy. Not glamour. Anthony Davis. No, no. And, yeah. and we were supposed to be at eight, and then thank God we dropped to two and not one. Whew. Honestly, couldn't be happier. I think pretty much everybody would agree with that. Zion 100%. might get healthy and have a Hall of Fame career. I hope he does because he's so fun. Yeah. But I would take Ja every single fucking day. I, I think you'd have to. We got so, so he hasn't played. He hasn't played a fucking game all year, Zion. Also, we got Ja, when we changed over management. Rich Kleiman's the man. Like We had Chris Wallace from the Celtics for a while, and he won a championship. But honestly, after that, absolute garbage, terrible decisions. Seemed to be, like, I don't know. It's it's a really good time to be a Memphis Grizzlies fan. And we call them the Gribobs in my group chat. So The, the what? The Memphis Gribobs, or the Griblies. What are the, what are the Gribobs? It's just, it's a, yeah, it's a Memphis thing. Oh, okay. You guys know what No, 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 it's not Matt. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you guys I was just that. making sure it wasn't, like, some internet thing, like, I didn't know about. And, like, everyone was like, that's obvious. All right, I have my time. Now back to your time, though. Um, maybe any other any other surprises from the year? We kind of touched on the East, maybe any – or maybe any disappointments. I mean, the East – in the East, like, obviously, like, Nick fans were disappointed. We weren't high on them. Um, Washington's obviously been disappointing from their fast start. Indiana's been a fucking train wreck all year. Um, I'll, I will give a shout out to the Minnesota boys here. Timberwolves look pretty good this year. Two over five hundred, yeah, they're in the plan. Shout out to Noah for having Cat on his top twenty-five players. That's looking pretty good right now. Um, yeah, Timberwolves look look pretty good. Anthony Edwards, man, whew, maybe should have made the All Star team. Looks real nice. That's looking looking a lot better than it did a year ago. I would say. Do you think the Utah Jazz are at all contender in the Western Conference? I think no, only because I really believe a lot in the top two teams. It's not even like a knock on the Jazz, right? It's just like the Suns look elite to the most elite level. And the Warriors have been amazing, and Draymond's been hurt for a lot of the year, and Clay is not Clay yet, right? And I think we have all full confidence that Clay probably will be Clay in 33 last night. In two or three months. Right, so I feel pretty good about, about the Warriors and Suns, and, and I just have a tough time seeing anyone else. So that's really the knock against the Jazz. It's not really even about what they've been doing this year. They're kind of doing the same thing they've always been doing. They've had a little bit of injuries, but the same shit they always do. I think the Ingles injury is, is kind of big, though. Well, he's gone now, but yeah. Yeah, well, they traded him because he was injured, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And an expiring, like mm-hmm. the, the only piece. Um, all right. Trade deadline, other than Ben Simmons? Yeah. I mean, other, other big is, uh, I guess, the trade everyone's been talk, been waiting for for eight years. CJ McCollum. Um, over to New Orleans. Big yawn. I mean, for a bag of chips. Really, no, Josh Hart, pretty good. really a yawn though, right? Like, yeah. in terms of like what we were expecting CJ McCollum no to do. It makes no impact on the league no, at all. None. Good for New Orleans. I guess. If Zion ever comes back. Um, Indiana, I would say, yeah. is the unsung hero of the trade deadline. Not only did they bag Ty Halliburton. I mean, obviously, Sabonis is very good. It's a big loss, mm-hmm. right? I don't think the Kings lost the trade entirely. 
but you can't trade Ty Halliburton, who's like 21. Didn't make a lot of sense. So precocious. Yeah, Just so, get rid of De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. But I'm sure Indiana balked at that, and that's why they had to include Halliburton. Uh, but they also got Jalen Smith, because Phoenix didn't just pick up his option. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. And everybody's talking about how DeAndre Ayton, he'll be out after this year because they don't want to pay him. They don't want to max him out, go over the threshold. I don't blame them. Literally, Bismack Biombo looks like DeAndre Ayton next to Chris Paul. Doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. So why wouldn't you just keep Jalen Smith? Yeah. That makes no sense. You save, what, $5 million? Maybe so, they're putting all their... Uh, their Sarver's, a cheap, this Sarver's year. a cheap guy. Yeah, but it's just... Unbel- that doesn't make any like managerial sense, though. I what makes know. sense about that? If you're going to be cheap, then be cheap. Letting Aiton walk. He'll go wherever he wants. And then keep Jalen Smith on like a reduced contract as a restricted free agent. Makes no sense. So now Indiana has a big man who nobody's ever seen really like tried and tested, who has shown promising signs this year when Aiton was out. Mm. And they have Halliburton, point guard of the future. And they have... Uh, what's the other guy? The... He's like 24. Oh, Duarte? Duarte is yeah. pretty good. He looks, looks really good. Yeah. Miles yeah. Turner is garbage. I don't care about Miles Turner at all anymore. Well, they still might move him, theoretically. I guess, yeah. yeah. The, what, the summer? The draft? They probably should. But yeah, I mean, Indiana, I think they made off pretty well with their situation. Yeah. I actually I actually think as the season goes, like, season's been pretty surprising, right? Like, you always have a couple surprise disappointments, but like, overall, we didn't, you know, everyone was like, oh, Chicago looks frisky. They've been very, very good. Didn't Miami's doing in Zach Levine, Demar Derozan. Look at that. Right. Derozan's totally. I think leading the league in scoring. I will say, um, maybe we'll talk about the biggest disappointment, not to us, but just people in general. Is the Lakers point to full court press right on top of that? We weren't the only ones. I guess everyone was, yeah. <laughs> but uh, still felt vindicated, right? To see like, hey, so, hey, that doesn't make basketball sense. Like, we played enough basketball to know this. You can't, you can't put Westbrook on a team with LeBron and no shooters. But how does that happen? How do these people get paid millions of dollars a year the weird, to make sense of basketball? The weird part about it is is that like the Lakers obviously don't do anything without LeBron okaying it. And LeBron's a basketball savant. Yeah. That part is weird to me. That like he went along with that, you know? I get that like I'm sure he wants to like relay pressure off him. He doesn't want to always be the playmaker. But still, like he should have known like this doesn't make sense. I'm no offense, like I'm not surprised Maybe that LeBron's just like kinda old and past his day. I know we've been saying that for a while, but don't you think I mean he's also been kind of pretty good this year though. Yeah, okay, but he'll always be good. Yeah. Like, he's so smart and so physically gifted that he'll always be good. But for like from a team-building perspective, this obviously was a huge gaffe. Maybe also, though, like he – and when we had talked about the Westbrook thing, I remember we potted after the trade. Um, and I think – I remember we were saying, like, basketball doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense. Westbrook has demonstrated every ability that he's not interested in giving up the ball, all this. But we said caveat, devil's advocate. If there's one person that could make him change his game, it's LeBron, right? right? We'd put that out there. And maybe LeBron, understandably, has a similar confidence where he's just like, I always make it work talent-wise. And he did, right? Even if they had to throw Kevin Love into the corner and grab offensive boards and stuff and become a you know one-dimensional player. like yeah, He but- has made it work with every superstar. So maybe he believed, like, just give me this guy who's an elite athlete still, great talent, like I'll make it work. And if that was his thinking, then he's assuming that all things are equal and they're not. Russell Westbrook is a much different person and personality than a Kevin but he, Love type. He, he had to think He's that, more right? submissive. He I, must I, have. I yeah. can't think of any other For reason sure, yeah. why he would do Well, that. I mean, you're yeah. not the, the greatest player of all time, questionably, the second greatest player of all time, whatever yeah. you want to say, yeah. without some hubris. Or like oh, LeBron is, irrati- on, LeBron is on the screen. Oh, he just missed yeah. it as we, as we speak. Without irrational confidence, you know, but Russell Westbrook, it, he also has irrational confidence. That's what made him even like presentable for as long as he was. How do you think LeBron got tickets to the Super Bowl? He bought, you think he bought them? Yeah, he must have. Yeah, he bought them. 
Man, this is, right now, right now on NBC for the viewers at home, they're just showing, they're just fucking um, throwing celebrity cameos left and right. Whew. Um, let, let's end on this. Yeah. Uh, let's do some some championship predictions. Yes, love All Star break. Love it, love it, love it. So give me your final. You are right about to be at the All Star break, right? Give me Good your point. finals prediction. Um, I'll try to throw my bias aside. Obviously, I want the Nets. We don't know what the hell's gonna happen with the Nets. Gun to my head though, right now. I'm very tempted to say a rematch of what we saw last year, um, but I'm going to say Golden State, Milwaukee. Interesting. I think... Why? I, I think the East is going to be a gauntlet. I wouldn't say I feel super confident about it, but if I had to bet on the team that is the most consistent already, doesn't need to figure everything out, Milwaukee. They've looked just as every bit as good as last year, and I've really been convinced now that Giannis, like he has that it factor, right? We talked about like a ton at the end of the finals. Yeah. Like He has this otherworldly elitism that you need to win a championship. Um... But like I don't feel good about that. I, I I'm hoping the Nets will be right there, Milwaukee's or anyone's right there, Philly, etc. And in the West, we kind of said it's like two teams. Um, I, I I know the prevailing notion will be right now to say Phoenix. I just like wasn't that impressed with what they did in the finals, you know. And I know they got to the finals, not playing the hardest schedule in the world. They've looked way better this year, so I'm, maybe it's not fair to do this. Just at the end of the day, Golden State's done it so many times, and I just feel like we're like still kind of scratching the surface of how good they could be. And I've been so impressed with their role players. Steph's been a little bit down, but he started out so great. We know he still has it in him. And I just, like, Steph, Clay, and Draymond at the end of the day, with the role players being basically as good as they've ever been, kind of. And they're, they're kind of, de- even when they were great, they were only going seven deep, right, in the, the old pre-Durantes. Yeah. They're a lot deeper now. They're throwing out a lot of guys. Kaminga's really good. Kaminga's, Kaminga. Talk really good. Ab- talk about Zaire. I would, lo- I would love to have Kaminga. We were talking about Zaire, right? People that were, like, people that were wrong on trade. Draft not us, but like just consensus. Yeah, just everyone was screaming. It. Everyone was screaming about the Kaminga pick. <laughs> they look pretty stupid That's now. That's in the other pick. Who's the other pick? That they made. Yeah. Yeah, Moses Moody. Yeah. All right, so you, you hit one and two, but yeah, at the end of the day, I, I would give I would give Golden State the slight edge, Phoenix. I mean, it's, it's a toss up though. But you're making me say it. I'm guessing you're going the other way. I'm gonna go Brooklyn Phoenix. Love it, love it. Um, it, Golden Please State. Clap. Obviously, I have a ton of confidence in. Yeah. They're Golden State. But this isn't the championship team of the past, you know. They don't have all those season veterans, so I don't know. I'm not putting as much weight, I guess, in like the playoff pedigree of it. Um, and I think the way that like it's clicked for Giannis and he has the it factor, Phoenix is playing like that. Sure. Just a whole team of people who have been in the finals. They have a mission. Like they know they're going to get there again, or they're going to have an opportunity to. I've been super impressed with them, and not because of anything explicit they're doing, just because they're like a machine, like a well. I mean, they've machine. absolutely been the best team in the league. This yeah, year. No it's unbelievable. That. Every night they win by twenty. And we could we, we could talk fifteen minutes about Chris Paul probably. Chris Paul MVP candidate, Devin Booker MVP candidate. Yeah, like two unstoppable players. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton is a defensive force. So it's not that I doubt Golden State very much. I just think Phoenix is I better think that's fair. and yeah, deeper. That's fair. Um, and they have experience, right? Dude, I mean, they, they yeah, were there yeah, last you year. You haven't seen James Wiseman come back yet. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> he's gonna make a huge difference. Yeah, go Tigers. Um, and then Brooklyn. I'm I'm really big on Brooklyn. Figuring it out, honestly, I, I'd be surprised if this vaccine mandate that impacts Kyrie playing lasts through the end of the season. Like, we're lifting the mask mandate. Yeah, I, At some I, point, I, we're going to stop asking imagine. for vaccines in restaurants. So, Omicron's, like, put a dent in COVID in general. So, I imagine he'll be available for also, every game. Also, the new mayor is from Brooklyn. I can't imagine he's not going to have pressure at that point. Also, like, maybe not the worst thing that Kyrie has been out half the season, given he gets hurt in the playoffs every fucking year. Yeah, well, okay, but here's – let me throw a little wrench in the Nets plan. KD, he still might be a few weeks away, right? Yeah. We don't know when Simmons is going to play exactly. We don't know how long the mandate's going to come. The Nets have a very good chance of being in that play-in game. Yeah, and they'll win it. They'll pro- yes, but just, like, the road becomes a lot tougher, right? 
Not really. You, you play, win one game, then you're you're good. But then you got to play maybe Miami in the first round. And then you mop them. That's the thing. You I Kevin know. Durant. There's just a lot. There's just it's just gonna be a lot. And what it's, if but like, dude, what if Milwaukee is the is the number one seed at that point? It'll be a slog no matter what, though. Yeah. Well, in the Eastern Conference, it, it'll be a slog. So you have a well-rested KD. I know he's come back from injury, right? You well-rested Ben Simmons. I, I hope you're right. Whether he wants to or not. Well-rested Kyrie. I just, like, I really believe in the basketball fit of Simmons to Brooklyn. I yeah. think more than most people do. Yeah. Because I don't see a downside to it at all. And the less Ben Simmons has to shoot, the better. Fine. Save his energy for defense. And he'll, literally, they, they run best. And I, I heard this on Zach Lowe, my favorite. When yep. Kyrie's in and Harden's out. Right, like he mm. pushed the pace. Ben Simmons pushed the pace more than Kyrie does. Yeah, hundred percent. So if they're best when they're fast and they have shooters, they're spreading the floor. I just think it's a dream fit for Ben Simmons. And honestly, I think he's a big winner in all this in refusing to play. He lost a lot of money. He'll probably get back in arbitration. I'm sure there'll yeah. be like a long legal I'm, battle. Yeah, I'm just worried about our depth though too. Our front court depth is. Re- I mean, like, I don't know who the buyout guys are, but they better get someone. Yeah, but they again, got no one in the front court. KD can guard one through five. Ben Simmons. I agree. Can guard we just like five. I agree with you. I we understand. Saw, I mean, but your rotation's know. only going to be seven, eight deep in the playoffs anyway. And you have your starting five. Yeah. You have Patty Mills. We just and you have Joe Harris maybe coming. We back. just can't have Blake Griffin play any minutes right no, now. No, of course he's guard. But like we don't. I don't know. Like we're just going to be running out the Marcus Aldridge and Drummond. And I think is a fine piece. Drummond. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we'll see. I listen. I, I'm a big believer in the Nets. I love it. I love it. I mean, I am a little obviously I'm biased <laughs> yeah, too, but. Yeah. I'm just trying to be a little more level-headed just for myself. But, but yeah, I, w- I would say Phoenix, Brooklyn in the finals. Um, yeah. I have I pretty good belief in Phoenix this year, actually. Yeah, that's good. Um, assuming that Chris Paul stays healthy, right? And people gloss over the, like, the injury concerns in the finals. Obviously, Phoenix wouldn't have gotten there if not for injuries. But Chris Paul was not 100% in the finals. Who yeah. knows? It probably would have gone 7. They were up 2-0 in the series. So I have pretty big belief in Phoenix. So I would say Phoenix, Brooklyn, and then Phoenix wins the NBA championship. Any final questions from our uh, studio audience? You got anything? Sounds good. It's been a, it's been a pretty exciting year. It's been it's a weird been year. It's been fun, dude. It's yeah. parody. And and we were begging for this in college, remember? It was like, all right, another year, Cleveland, Golden State. Oh, yeah. We well, you, you were especially, I would say. Yeah, horrible. You know I loved LeBron enough that it was okay. It just got but. so fucking stale the fourth time they didn't. Yeah. And now you have no idea. No idea. And honestly, right. Memphis won't do it. But if they came out of the West, people wouldn't be like, whoa, that's so crazy, right? They're an elite team. Totally. Chicago? I don't know. It's fun. It's a fun time it to be a basketball fun. fan. And having League Pass right now is the best investment in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah, you we, put any game on, it's fun. We were texting a little bit about um, just the this last thought, the All-Star team. And I know there's been some injuries, like Kawhi, Paul George, they weren't really they weren't eligible, right? Simmons is out. But, like, Clay, we've been hurt this whole year. Like, this is the first year we have a bunch of new guys in the All-Star game. Yeah. Right? And, like, there are guys where, like, a ca- I think most years at this point, like, there are not a lot of guys where casual NBA fans are like, oh, who's that guy, you know? Like, also, like maybe Chris Middleton, like, two years ago, but now everyone knows Chris Middleton, you know? But, like, dude. look at this line. There's a, there's a bunch of people you're going to watch All-Star game and be like, who the fuck are five of these players out here? Dude, the sun is setting on a lot of these, like, All-Stars and superstars that we grew up with. Westbrook is pretty much done, right? This is Harden's last chance. LeBron is still LeBron, but he's old. He's not the focus of the league anymore. Sure, sure. He's really not the center of attention. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I could keep going and find other names, but it's wild. Like we're entering into the the next generation. I think there's of a, there's NBA a lot superstar. of concern about Dame post this injury. It sounds like a pretty serious injury. Yeah. Chris Middleton. I mean, nobody ever really was concerned with him. Yeah. But in all of this, it's funny because like lurking in the shadows is this Denver juggernaut. If Porter Jr. Yeah, you're pretty high come on back. I, I, I'm pretty high on them. If yeah. I mean, it might be too late by that point, right? Like, you have to play to get back into a rhythm. And the Clippers. Kawhi, I don't think he's coming back this year. 
But no. to come back with Paul George, with Norm Powell, with Covington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good crazy. Team. All right, I guess we'll wrap there. Note to, note to selves, maybe maybe we'll take another look at our top 25 next time, just see what's changed, you know? Just talk I mean, about it a little I, bit. I'm just going to take a quick look. I would remove Anthony Davis and Harden from my top, but Steph Curry would jump a couple of spots then. But honestly, I wouldn't change too much. Hey, we would take Randall out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, maybe we bump Paul. Well, you had Paul higher than me. Well, but. Moran would be like top 15 now. Yeah. Top 12. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So... Yeah. That was fun. This was a fun one. That was fun. It was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Uh, see you guys in four months. We'll cover the we'll cover the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.